You're listening to an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Mike Nicklich, DJ at Chirp, and welcome to this Chirp artist interview with Chicagoan Audrey Fox. Audrey released her first EP, The Jazzy Stone Cold Woman, last fall. She will discuss that recording with me today. Audrey, congratulations on a terrific debut EP. It's really nice to meet you. Oh, it's a pleasure to meet you too. Thank you for having me. So why don't you give me the backstory on Audrey Fox, just so that our listeners have a feel for what's got you to this point in life. I've always been interested in music. And, uh, and I, I've always loved to sing since I was little and in and around the Chicagoland area, you're exposed to a lot of blues, a lot of jazz and a lot of original music too. So I kind of just wanted to sing and started singing in clubs when I was early twenties and it was a great time. So you've been singing before people though, as young as seven, if I heard correctly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My mom, I think my mom was a huge catalyst in, in uh, you know, my performing career. She loved to hear me sing and she loved it when I sang in front of other people. She's like, get up and sing, Audrey. So we had this woman who lived across the alley from us and her name was Helen. And she uh, used to play the piano. She was She was an older woman. She was like our adopted grandma. And she used to come over and play at the piano. She brought her sheet music. She'd play Secondhand Rose, and she taught me that song. So that was one of my first songs I've ever learned. And uh, the Tennessee Waltz. So she taught me those two songs. So whenever we'd go out, we used to take her out to dinner to this place. I don't. I think it's called the Wishing Well. There was a piano there. There was a grand piano there. And, and I just remember one instance in particular, my mom was like, Helen, why don't you play that song that you taught Audrey? And so she did. And I got up and I, I remember being so nervous because, you know, everyone was looking at me and I was only seven and I got up and I sang the song and everyone clapped and it was well received. <laughs> so I think that was the beginning of it. And the rest is history. And the rest is history. Yeah. Audrey, tell me about the creative process you have when you go into the studio. Do you come into the studio with a preconceived notion of what your songs will sound like, or is it more of a collaborative process? Yeah, so it's a collaboration. Phil Balsano and I, we you know got together several times and uh, worked out some songs. And then I have a few that I just recently wrote, and I've been working out with fellow musician John Katke. Uh, brother John Katke from uh, Chicago. I've been working with him a little bit and hopefully, you know, the next album will have more of a, a bluesy type vibe. I wouldn't call it straight blues. You know, my background is in jazz 
And so I, I just kind of want to bring a soulful, bluesy vibe to it, which is kind of like what my my voice is a little bit in in that genre. Away from the city that hurts and mocks, I'm standing alone by the desolate docks. Audrey, your cover of I Cover the Waterfront is just terrific. And it's obvious that artists like Sarah Vaughn and Billie Holiday have influenced your style of singing. Who are some contemporary blues and jazz artists that you're listening to these days who potentially could have an impact on future recordings? I like more blues-inspired artists. Like right now, I'm digging on uh, Chris Stapleton. I think he has a really, you know, he's got that blues undertone to his his voice. I really like Susan Tedeschi. She's huge for me. I love I love her voice. You know, and then I, I know like Lucinda Williams. She's not really blues, but she's more like rock blues, I, I consider it. So just that, that edgy, soulful type vibe that I, I like. I love the nostalgia of older jazz music. I've always been influenced by Billie Holiday. She has that pining in her voice that I can identify with. And I just love being put back in that, in that time. You know, when you listen to an artist or when you, you know, observe an artist's work and it can really just put you back into their emotional state or you can relate to it in some way. So I think originally when I started listening to jazz, it was the older stuff. Um, And then I kind of, you know, I I went to a Kurt Elling concert and I thought he was amazing. And now I listen to him and Gregory Porter and, you know, more contemporary jazz artists. But then I stumbled upon, you know, um, Sidney Bichette. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right, but he's a, he was a, a horn player in the 40s, 50s, I believe. And I think he's amazing. So I've been listening to him. Once I find a song or like an album and I really love it, I just play it on repeat over and over again, just to like soak up everything. Audrey, let's look into the future. COVID is under control. You're now performing live again. What would your band look like? What would be a typical performance? I usually have a piano player, a guitarist, and then, you know, a rhythm section. So drum and bass. Um, Once in a while, I'll I'll invite a horn section up or a horn player. So it it depends on on the gig. You know, sometimes at two sets or three sets throughout the night, we, we were playing at Redstone last year or the year before, and we did three sets in one night. So the first set's at 7 p.m. and, you know, it's outdoors and everyone's chilling and having their martini and maybe a little dinner and and we do mostly jazz. And then as the night progresses, we get a little more bluesy and do the originals. And by the end of the night, you know, everyone's dancing and, you know, vibing and it's it's great. Gosh, I miss those days. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) You could have shown me you could have owned me with every word you spoke. Instead of 
Tell me about a time you're on stage where you thought you really connected with the audience. I was playing in uh, clubs and dinner dinner places, and I just I was a little unfulfilled because you know you can play a, j- a great jazz song, and you know everyone's talking, and it's kind of like background music. People aren't really engaged as much as I I like you know I like that connection, so. I said, I'm not, I'm not doing that anymore. I stopped playing those shows. And I said, if I'm going to play shows, I want, I want connection. You know, one of uh, my early experiences when I was playing at fly me to the moon and I didn't even have a band back then. I just kind of stumbled upon this band, <laughs> this band of, I think there were like four of them. They were outside in the, in the alley and they were smoking cigarettes. And I just happened to be working, you know, doing a, a another gig for a company I was working for at the time. And I was delivering some stuff and they said, where have you been all my life? And I said, well, where have you been all my life? You know, like, who are you? And they're like, well, we're the band to fly me to the moon. I was like, well, I'm a singer. And it was like, so serendipitous, but they said, come in and sing, sit in with us. I said, okay, well, can you play fever? And they were like, yeah, we could, we could do that for you. So I said, okay, I'll be there in about 20 minutes. So I went and dropped off my uh, materials that I had to drop off. And I came back in and I, they were on stage. I went right up and I, stay, I sat in with them. I did fever. And then we did like an improv type thing. And by the end of the two songs, the whole restaurant paying attention, they were all cheering. It was, it was a great experience. Then the owner came up to me after that and said, you're going to play here. He said, you come back on Friday and I have a band for you. And I came back on Friday and there was a band set up in the basement. It was a three-part horn section. They had um, a guitarist, a keyboard player. I mean, it was a huge band and they were all Roosevelt and Columbia College cats. And some of them were older, some of them were younger, um, but they kind of threw me into this jazz band. And I thought, oh my gosh, like, I don't have any jazz training. I, you know, I like a few jazz songs and I know them. So I said, here, play this. And I sang a foggy day, which I do a foggy day totally different because I pretty much didn't understand the melody. And when I showed it to them, they had to adapt to where I was and it turned into like a bossa. So I do a foggy day in a bossa and it really irks some jazz musicians, but... It's the way it is. You can find Audrey Fox's latest EP, Stone Cold Woman, on Bandcamp. Her last name is spelled F-O-X-X. For Chirp Radio... I'm Mike Nikolich. Thanks for listening. This has been an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.